Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Seek you in this holy place. We seek you in this holy place. Worship the Lord in the beauty of His holiness and seek you in this holy place. Seek you in this holy place. Seek you in this holy place. And seek you Lord in this holy place. Seek you in this holy this holy place. Seek you in this holy You did not wait for me to cry out to you. Yourself in prayer, humanity. You did not wait for me to cry out to you, but you let me hear your voice calling me. For I'm forever. I am I'm forever 
the blood. And I seek you, Lord, and seek you. I will seek you in this holy place. Lord, I seek you. Eternal Father, we thank you and bless you. You are the desire of all nations. It is worth singing that we seek you in this holy place. We went to school, we did not find you. We searched everywhere, we did not find you. But how amiable are your tabernacle that we can seek you and find you in this holy place. Reveal yourself unto us, make yourself known to us, and afterwards make yourself known to this world through us. Because that is Christianity. May we not be forgetful of why We are the church while we have gathered. May it never be for self-seeking purposes, but for seeking you and doing your will. We thank you. Guide us into all truth, precious Holy Spirit. And afterwards receive us unto glory. The glory of the word made manifest in our lives. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you and you may be seated. Sometimes when you sit down like this, you want to go back in time and sit with the first Christians and just imagine how was church like. Now we share a Christophone Kayeno said ye na we see a yeah wanna sorry effa. 
It is Martin Luther, one of the great reformers of the church who said, the Christian has very short memory. Martin Luther, And when we forget, we make mistakes. So, assuming all of us have gone to sit down with the church, the early church, by some act of God, we have been able to go backwards into time and we are sitting down with them. What will it be like? Light, sound, or what? What would have been, or what was? What will we see? The answer is right in the Bible. Acts chapter 2 verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. And fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. So this is exactly what you would see. So if we are going to be the church, we should always keep to this standard. I told you last week that some of the people who stand here are the reason for the way you behave the way you behave. But faithfulness demands that we continue in the word of Jesus. Jesus is no respecter of persons. If we continue in his word, then are we his disciples indeed. Sometimes some unscrupulous people want other liberties in the church. I mean, they are not schooled in the things of God. To them, church is dancing. Church is, my knees are met. But there is a bar that always marks the church in every generation. That is why we give a, a prominence to the word of God. And it doesn't matter who the people are who have gathered. So these are young people. There were young people in the church. 
Oh, these are, this, this is a cultural people. This kind of people, they like to be a certain way. There is an unchanging standard for the thing called church. And, and by the way, it has an owner. The church has an owner, just like any organization is owned by somebody. And the, the unique thing about the church is that it will be taken from the earth one day. If all of us here we put, let's say, our phones together, and then we say, "Can you come and choose your phone?" You can come and you will point to your phone and take it out of the rest of the phone. So we can be carrying about and doing what we call church, 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 church. Church here, church there, church over there. But the day the owner will come, he will say, This is my church. That is not my church. And again, we have short memory. So even though when we sober down, we forget. And get back to our old ways of doing things. But the Lord of the church does not forget. May his spirit continue to remind us of what the church is. And that we will remain the church. I pray that we will remain the church. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22. Searching the scriptures was one of the prime activities of the church. These days, it is not fashionable to be carrying our Bibles, you know, to, to, to church. The average Christian is concerned with how he packs an envelope like this to church more than the Bible. It was done in the old churches, the Orthodox churches, you know, this one have everything doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter whether you come late to church. It's all about this little envelope. The new churches too is like that. As if God is afraid of money. He asked some people in the in the Bible that if I am hungry, will I ask you? But the obsession of the early Christians was with the scriptures. This one. 
Adiana Titia Christophono no when you kuhu pa no eye Tresemnimu. Because from there they got to know God. They got to know Jesus. They got to know what is expected of them. So let's be like them. Hebrews chapter 12, the verse number 22. Now mind you, we have been in this chapter for a while. Standing out of this chapter is the inescapable theme of looking unto Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. He is the head of the conquerors. And, and not only should we look unto Jesus, we should look diligently. And they did exactly that. Even when Stephen was dying, he was, that was what he was looking at. And then, we come all the way to verse 25. The Spirit makes the writer say, see that you don't refuse him that speaks. And he's saying that on the basis of grace that even though there are some difficulties in the Christian life but you can make it. Don't be like Esau. And yet he say Esau. That sold is birthright. Our tongue. There is there is grace for you. Even if you had been missing it, get up your loins together again. And don't get out of the way. He says, lift up the hands which hang down in the feeble knees. Make straight path for your feet. Why? Because there is grace. And uh, that subject of grace is what we are going to talk about today. We see from the verse number 22. But you are come unto Mount Zion. Verse 18 says, You are not come unto the mount that might be touched. Two different mountains. Now you need to understand all these things. They are part of the scriptures. God gave the law to Israel on Mount Sinai. And it came in such a fearful way. But then, the law came by Moses. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So that mountain which we have not come to is the mountain that represents how the law came by Moses. 
you have to know so that you don't stay there it is it is a, a world of legalism do's and don'ts and it never makes you a christian even though sometimes people try to force it into christianity so you say you have not come to that place you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free so where have you come to now you have come unto Mount Zion the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels it's amazing how somebody feels that per- Perhaps he's very spiritual because he has seen one of the angels among the innumerable company of angels. When you don't understand the things of God, anybody can impress you and captivate you and dominate your life. In the name of I saw an angel. I wonder how many of you will not give your money to somebody who claimed that an angel is speaking to him. But those who knew their God like Paul the Apostle, who spent all his life saying that I may know him, he told one of the churches like this church that though we or an angel come to you and tell you anything other than we have told you let that angel be accursed let angels be angels and let god be god let angels be angels and let the gospel be the gospel let angels be angels and let Jesus be Jesus. God has in this last days, according to Hebrews 1, 1 and 2, spoken to us by a son, not an angel. And so, we have come to the mountain that it has the innumerable company of angels. But that is not our obsession. That is not the center of gravity. To the general assembly, verse 23, and church of the firstborn. The general assembly, church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Then, he comes to the center of it all, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. This, this morning that is where you have come see that you refuse not him that speaks 
verse 24 and to jesus the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks Twenty-five. See that you don't refuse him. That speak. So there is speak in twenty-four. There is speak in twenty-five. Even in Hebrews chapter one verse two, it says that God has in this last days spoken to us by His Son. The thing about Jesus is that he speaks. This morning we are talking about conquest through the blood of Jesus. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, you even need to know what it is. You see? which by the grace of God I believe we, are, we will be talking about that when you have two things you should be able to differentiate the one which is new and the one which is not it's unfortunate many people have still not been enlightened as to the new covenant of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I told someone some time ago. Don't tell people to put give money before God can do something to them for them. Maybe because you are in a hurry to see a sign, so you are you are quickly, you know, this thing is always in charge. That is, that is not New Testament. After all, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. How many blessings has God blessed us with? All spiritual. How many blessings? How many blessings? All spiritual blessings. The New Testament indeed. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you will know the hope of his calling. And the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Talk about power. We don't have to climb any mountain or descend any, any valley. There is so much power. It is called in apostolic language the exceeding greatness of his power. That means surpassing power. But because people don't know, chains are still holding them. Everything Jesus said is true, and you will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. How God wants your freedom. You have no idea. Sometimes God is standing by you for freedom and you are running away from him to look for freedom. 
Because to you, freedom is very complex. But the Bible said, Open your eyes. You have come. You are there. You are not going to come. You have come. Where the power is, where the sprinkling of the blood is, you have come. Can I suggest to you that God can meet you anywhere and do anything for you at any time? The father seeker said to worship him in spirit and in truth. And, and, and that landscape is unrestricted. It's, it is spiritual. It's everywhere. I heard someone said, if you want solution, you have to come to where I am. Have you seen any chief who is solving a matter outside his palace the church is not the palace the church is the church of the living god what is in your place that you can't move from there apart from there nothing can happen to people what is there the Bible says Jesus went about. He was not, he was not tied to a place. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now, so that you will know the consistency of truth, I am bringing you to 1 Peter chapter 1, the verse number 2. Obviously, it is not Peter who wrote Hebrews. It was written by somebody else. Sometimes, you know, Bible scholars say uh, it is somebody else other than Paul, but what we know that it is the word of God. But whether Paul or somebody or Peter, look at the uniformity of apostolic testimony. First Peter chapter 1, the verse number 2. Of course, one say Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, and he's going to say something. Verse 2, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Was it said here, a genuine coupon, Nimua or Nimda Dano Etienne, a Wahom Ahutiemu, at the core as Womere, any years to Moja, a Jeremu? So we read of the sprinkling of the, of the blood in Hebrews, we hear sprinkling of the blood from Peter. And see, you can kind say, Yes, Christo Moja, Wapete, or Hebrew Pongmano. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, a truth shall be established. So there is such a thing as the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. Now, come back to Hebrews. The whole message of the book of Hebrews, like you studied this morning, 
is about the superiority of Christ. If somebody is writing something, obviously there might be something in his mind before he unpacks it. So, in the book of Hebrews, we, we encounter, we appreciate the superiority of Jesus. Now, the superiority of Christ, and so what? You always have to come to, and so what? In divine revelation or message. For instance, Jesus died. So what? The Bible says he died for our sins. You have to know and so what. I don't want to be part of any body of Christians who don't know and so what. That is not a church. The, the, the early Christians knew what they had come to believe. They knew it. This is one of the voice of their preachers. He said, I know whom I have believed. Jude, who was one of them, wrote and told them that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was one delivered unto the saints. In other words, you know something and you can stand for it. Something that you so much believe and you live and you die for. Our Christianity is far away from that and I have a jealousy to close the gap. At the moment, we are using something as grand as God's purpose, as precious as God's plan for something so parochial, something so selfish. Don't say you don't want to hear that. What else do you want to hear? When we are in the church, we talk about the church and the people in the church. One of you, his name was called John Payton. Of course, he's not a member of the church, but somebody who served the Lord. He traveled to a place with his wife to go and share the gospel. I'm talking to you about Christianity. When we are no more Christians, somebody must tell us that you are not a Christian anymore. When he got there, his pregnant wife gave birth. After three months of staying there, within 19 days, the child died. And he buried the child. After 36 days, the wife died. I'm not, I'm not here to depress you with these stories, but that is what Christianity does. I want you to know. You are too comfortable. For God's sake, if you don't appreciate these things, nobody needs your offering and your tithe. I am, I am very honest with you. Nobody needs it. 
We need the faith for the church. We don't need the money of the people for the church. And so he buried the wife as well. The people he was he was with, they were cannibals. They can eat human beings. When somebody dies, they eat. So in order to prevent them from eating his dead wife and child, he slept on, he buried them in the same place and slept on it for several days to prevent the people from coming to dig the place. In the name of Jesus, when you meet somebody who tells you, do you have prayer meeting? I want something. Put, stop him and talk to him some sense of the weight of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Talk to him. People wonder why there is so much of Christian population in Africa, but Africa is still backward. You know why? Because we have not, we have not come to the, the, the purity and the authenticity of the faith. We are just religious people. Towards Christianity is God has done something for me. Listen, the big thing God did for you was that He sent His Son to the cross. You don't want to hear that, and that is not a surprise because the Bible says they will not endure sound doctrine. But that is exactly what we must say. To you, Christianity is I've put on my white dress. I'm coming to dedicate my baby. Really? No, something prophetic must come to you as we are witnessing right now so that you will know what Christianity is. There should be a moment for re-examination, a moment to make you uncomfortable and to examine yourself whether you are in the faith. Except you are a reprobate. Except you are a reprobate. You are not a Christian. So, and so what? We have to know. We must know. But I may know him. And so, this whole book we call Hebrews, it is about the superiority of Christ. So what? Now, if there are three of us here, myself, this brother, and somebody else, and I say that this man is the superior among us. And you come up here, you are invited to come up. Who should you look for? You should look for the superior one. So, in the days of Jesus, in his flesh, in his flesh, anybody who says Christ did not come in the flesh, he's not of God, he's of the Antichrist. And it's happening right now. Jesus came in the flesh. 
Everything we must say in defense of the faith must be said now because we don't know the next opportunity we may not have to say it. So Jesus came in the flesh. Somebody who was lecturing in a Bible school, one of their professors, they do something, I think, randomly. They pass across the uh, doctrinal statement of the seminary or Bible school, whatever. Everybody sign. You know, this is what we believe. It is something casual they do. For the first time, he said he cannot sign. Why? Because he does not believe anymore that Jesus is God. He does not believe it. He does not believe he came in he came in the flesh. He became, you know, man. Now, how does that concern you? This is a professor. What about you? The way you live, what shows that he is God? Yeah? Ordinary football can take you away from church. Oh no, hey, professor. So when Jesus in the days of his flesh, what we call the Mount of Transfiguration, and then because Jesus is glory in human flesh, is God in flesh. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. They have come short of God. God sucked Adam and Eve out of the garden. Short of God. So Jesus opened up his glory and then they saw it. Now something extra was going on because Elisha Elijah and Moses showed up with Jesus. Let me, just, let me just chip this in that all dead people are alive. And when you die, you will be alive. These are the subjects that make Christianity, not something to excite you. So, when, you know, these apostles, they were sleepy, they woke up, Peter said, Lord, let's make three tabernacles, one for you, one for uh, Elijah, one for Moses, and then, you know, God showed up and said, no, 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 this is my well-beloved son, hear him. Because he is superior. He is not in the class of the prophets. He is not in the class of anyone that preceded him. Though he was young, but he was eternal before abraham was i am he, he made all their heroes look insignificant and they killed him for it he said, a greater than solomon is here because he is the one who gave solomon wisdom and so Jesus is superior. So what? Look to him. 
That's what we've been saying all these Sundays. Don't forget. And I hereby want to say that Christianity is not a cute, well-arranged principles of life for living. That is not Christianity. You can easily go on social media or anywhere, and any popular preacher has something to motivate you with, with, with you know, some, some motivational speech, some life principles, something on marriage, something on business, something on how to climb, whatever that means, and all those things. That is not Christianity. Do they have a place in life? Of course. That's why we go to school. You should know something about finance. You are a young man, you should know how to put some money down. You should know how to manage your life and your home. This knowledge is carnal, it's worldly, it is common to natural people. And that is not Christianity. Christianity is different from that. What then is Christianity? Again, I repeat, it is not some principles of life for living for even successful living that is not why christ came and that is not why the church is there that is not the purpose for the bible i'm not here to teach you how to make money that is deviation of calling unto me who am less than the least of the saints is this grace given unto me that I should preach among the Gentiles not money preach among the Gentiles not principles of life preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ you see the way you are sitting down and that is exactly how they sat down and listened some of them were elderly some of them were young but they were all listening some of them were rich some of them were poor but it was a common message for all of them because that is what Christianity is what is Christianity Hebrews tells us what it is. It is at once Jesus Christ in front of you. That is Christianity. Jesus Christ in front of you. That is Christianity. Money in front of you. That is not Christianity. Marriage in front of you. That is not Christianity. Life principles in front of you. That is not Christianity. How to make it in life? That is not Christianity. It is at once, at once, Jesus in front of you. If you lift up your eyes like this and you don't see Jesus in front of you, it is not Christianity. And so, the apostle, who were, who were the standards, the custodians and stewards of truth, Galatians chapter 3, this is what he said. 
Galatians 3. He said, you foolish Galatians. Why? Because it was no more Jesus. Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes? Before whose eyes? Looking unto Jesus. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Oh, Jesus Christ. There was this young girl who, you know, he came uh, uh, from a rural area in his country to the city. I think he came to school. And then this young man picked him up. Picked her up. They are all in the school, like a boyfriend and a girlfriend. After, you know, she, he has used her, you know, she dumped her like a rag, and then the, the girl was on her own. So the girl started cutting herself with blade in order to commit suicide. God being so good, a man met him and preached to her. And she gave her life to Christ. The young man was afraid that, you know, because he told the, the, the young man that I want to go back to my where I came from. And the young man was afraid that this girl may lose her faith. I've set Christ before her, she may lose it. She gave her a Bible. He gave her a Bible. The girl went. Months later, the girl wrote back and said, I'm still a Christian. I'm still serving the Lord. And she added that what disgusts me is that people trample on Jesus. They don't see the value of Jesus. What was the girl trying to say? In fact, she said, she said, she said, she said, I would like to kiss the ground where Jesus walks. I want to kiss the place. Don't act funny. You write more words and debase and depraved things to people who are taking you nowhere. Those of you who said you have found boyfriends and whatever. You do things worse than that. Let somebody speak his heart out. It is alright to say, I will kiss the ground where Jesus was. It's okay. It's amazing how we believe each other more than we believe the God who made us. Yes. How some people, you know, they were having fanfare, they went to Oni Moon, they came to Apple Moon, and whatever moon, and then years later, they are enemies at their throat. It's amazing. Said the 
But Jesus is the friend who stays closer than a brother. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And you are more than a conqueror through him because of his love. So that is Christianity. It is Christ in front of you. It is the Lord Jesus Christ not just in front of you but always in front of you. That's what David said in the Psalms. I have said the Lord always before me even before Jesus came. It is Christ before you in living and in dying. There is so much intimidation that scriptures are getting obscured and people are hearing fables. When nasty things are coming out of the of your closet, Christians are going into hiding. It's all right to enter every place after you have mentioned your name and your gender because this day you have to let people know who you are. I am Samuel Odro. I am a man, I'm not a woman, and I am a Christian. It's a best introduction. You can clap better than that if you are a Christian. If you are. I'm a Christian. I'm not a vandal. I'm a Christian. I am not whatever. I am a Christian. I am a Christian. You can't sit in the church and you are thinking of your old school association meeting. And we're looking at the time, you want to bother. What kind of Christian are you? You are not. No, 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 no. Jesus said, Somebody said, Let me go and bury my father. He said, Let the dead bury their dead. Yes, go down and preach the gospel. Yes, you can say, it was not a poem. It was a real message he gave to the person. Romans 14 verse 8 and 9. Christianity is Jesus in front of you. Romans 14. Some of you have to repent not from your sins, but repent from Jesus not set in front of you. Romans 14 verse 8 For whether we live, we live unto the Lord And whether we die, we die unto the Lord Whether we live therefore or die We are the Lord You see Can you read it brother? When it is the Lord Problem If he reads that for whether we live, we live unto football. And whether we die, we die unto football. No problem. People will be cheering you. But the moment it is the Lord, that is where the problem begins. I was a boy when I heard things like Mido Yasi. Or, or do you all those things like we die for the world and they really they die 
if in case you know, people drank themselves dead people had sex and died people had i remember one of the guys told me they took one of their friends to the central hospital the doctor struck his hand like this and then he said this your friend he sleeps with women a lot it's not my friend brother he was in the church this were SS senior high school boys. This is how the devil is driving them. And when we come to church, you want us to play with our young people as if there is no devil in the world. The Lord is set before us. So whether we leave, Stephen proved it. What are you proving? Whether we die, it is unto the Lord. Don't look for church funeral. That is not necessary. Look for dying for the Lord. That is Christianity. It's an eternal attraction unto Christ. It is not a thing of ethics. It's not a thing of morality. It's not a thing of religious formalism. Oh, at this point, let the choir come. At this point, uh, self-communion. At this point, let's do this. That is not Christianity. Oh, It is the law set before you. One time I was going to preach somewhere, and then I saw some few handful of people on a Sunday. That is what their church. They were worshiping under a store, in front of a store with a tent. I was so excited for them. Once the Lord is the one before them. Christianity, of course, is not personal acquisition and materialism. That is absolute nonsense. Supposing that gain is godliness, the Bible says from such turn away. So it's a testimony when you have a phone. It's a testimony when you have a shoe. It's a testimony when you have Almighty Visa. That is not Christianity. It is looking unto Jesus. I said, looking unto Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 2. All these things are part of life, but the first thing we want to find out is is Jesus in front of you? First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1. For I determined. How we have to be determined. Not to know anything among you. Sometimes people come to church and they are looking for other things. I determine not to know anything among you. Save Jesus Christ and him crucified. 
A young man spoke to me, he said, the reason why I attended a certain church because there were big men there and I was looking for contacts so that I can have a job. Yeah. Yes. I determined to know, not to know anything among you. Because that is not Christianity. Anything apart from Christ is not Christianity. This Jesus I'm talking about. He is the one we preach. Colossians 1 27 28. Whom we preach. He's the one we pray. Not some pale, impotent principles of life and wealth. No, sir. There is nowhere in apostolic teaching and preaching that you find that. Jesus, he is the one we walk in as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord. So walk in him. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Keep walking. We labor in him. You see how we get tired when we go to work? We get tired for Jesus too. We get tired for Jesus too. Jesus is not the one to receive the residue of our energies. After we have spent our energies chasing everything and anything, then we bring the leftover to Jesus. No, you don't know him who died on the cross. In him is victory. If there is any victory, and there is, it is through our Lord Jesus Christ. How do you solve the problem of death? The problem of death. 1 Corinthians 15. 15. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57. But thanks be to God. Which gives us the victory. Now he's mocking death right now. How does he give it to us? Through food supplements, through dieting, through uh, certain tea leaves. But thanks be to God, through uh, certain uh, 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 physical training exercises, thanks be to God. It will always be thanks to God. Which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I thought I would have an exciting church. Victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. In the arena of life, victory is through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not through money. It's not through wealth. It's not through changing your nationality. It is victory through 
our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ alone. Cornerstone. Praise God. And so we have to consider him. Hebrews 3 1 calls him the apostle and high priest of our confession. I'm showing you why we should have our eyes on him. He is superior according to the book of Hebrews and the whole Bible. And so what? To talk about his blood is to talk about him. They are inseparable. We are to consider him. Apostle and high priest of our confession. Jesus is the high definition of faith. That is the meaning of author and finish of our faith. Faith finds beginning in him and ending in him. He is faith biggest inspiration. You see, the, the, the folks in Hebrews chapter 11, they, they are challenging enough. <laughs> The folks there, the people there, he was there. They are challenging. Abel, Abel Enoch, Enoch, Noah, Noah Abraham, Sarah. And Sarah and Abraham, no, no, no. All through faith, something changed for them. Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Rahab, the harlot. Gideon. Gideon was so scared. When God told him to go on certain operation, that he did it in the night because he was afraid of the people in the day. But somehow faith gave him a legacy. Very inspirational. Barak, Samson, Jephthah. Barak, Samson, and Jephthah. Of David also. David is so Samuel and the prophets. Samuel near I tell you, the Bible have heroes. There are people in the Bible who are real heroes. But Jesus says, the Bible says, Jesus is the greatest of them all. For, for the highest inspiration. Look unto Jesus. He makes the heroism and the testimonies of these people look like a shadow. Which one of them died and rose up? Jesus is the mountain of faith. These people are parts of faith. Jesus is the fullness of faith. I present unto you the greatest, the highest. He is better than anything and anyone and everyone. His name is Jesus Christ.
Look and live. He's the one you look and then you live. Look and live. My brother live. Look to Jesus now and live. Maybe you are like that girl I spoke about, abandoned by somebody. How do you get yourself together? It is Jesus. He inspires courageous living like none other. I spoke to you about John Payton, a guy who looked at what he went through. Where did the inspiration come from? From Jesus. Indeed. Looking unto Jesus. Being surrounded by this great crowd of witnesses, whoever they are. Let's get our eyes from them and look unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everything in Hebrews is speaking loudly to establish that Jesus is the best. You know, when we're in school, we write, My best friend. I remember one of my friends, he was in the class like A, B. So we're writing, My best friend. Then he came from his class to come and look on my essay because we had the same English teacher. And I was writing about somebody else. He was disappointed. There are friends, but there is a best friend. There is a friend who stays closer than a brother. There are prophets, but there is a prophet. Don't be, become a prophet maniac. Somebody, when you hear prophet, then your intestine is, is going around. What is prophet? Moses said, A prophet like unto me shall the Lord your God raise, and everyone that will not hear him, he will be destroyed. He was the vision of the prophets. They were searching of the times that Christ will come. He is the apostle of apostles. Thank God for apostle Paul and apostle Peter. But there is the apostle, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's because God sent him. That is why we are sent. There are priests and there are priests. There are high priests and there is a high priest. Jesus is the high priest after the order of Melchizedek. I'm talking Christianity to you. He is the high priest after the order of Melchizedek. The one made up with the, with the power of an endless life. He does not have beginning. He does not have ending. When you stay with somebody like that, you will not be afraid in life. I'm 
I can't stand Christians who behave like chickens. Chickens without head. It's too common. That is what is filling all the places people say they are praying. When was the last time you had a Christian who came to Romans chapter 8 and then he shouted and, and, and blurted out like the Apostle Paul that nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. When was the last time we had a Christian who said none of these things move Witches, wizard, grand master. Really? When was the last time we had a Christian? Let me show you a Christian. This is a Christian, Paul. So he was preaching and then there was this witch doctor or whoever he was trying to interfere with the preaching. He, he, he set his eyes on him. That is Christianity. He set his eyes. Pastor, pray for me. Why? Something is, is passing through my rooftop. So so for why you need this message. So for the kind of discussion I want to have after I finish preaching, I'm still looking for it. Oh, yes. He set his eyes on it. When will you be that Christian? It's the same Christ. Who was, in, who, who was in Paul? Who is in it? Look at him and say, Thou child of the devil, food of all substitute, thou shalt be blind for a season. Behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you. And the Bible says, A mist fell upon him and he became blind. Because of witches and wizards in your family, you can't sleep. Every day you are praying. Follow me in my message. You will see. When will you have time for worship? You at all. When will you have time for Because of witches and wizards, you must wake up at 12 every night. You must wake up at 1, at 2, at 3. I mean, there is some regimen you follow or else you are finished. But Jesus is Lord. I said he is Lord. He is Lord. He died. He was was buried and on the third day he rose up and then he said all power in heaven and on earth is given unto me don't even go to your family and look for a certain outmoded witch and wizard go into all the world leave them alone and go he whom the son makes free is free indeed in our language I say what is free to free be moving don't look back anymore you are the just justified by faith in Christ Jesus what does it mean the path of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect why because the future belongs to him that is Christianity I'm challenging young men in the church before you consider traveling before you think about visa before you think about any opportunity there are opportunities in Christ there are opportunities in Jesus there are opportunities in the Christ 
In him I hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge I speak concerning Christ. There is a future in him. There are avenues in him. There are places in him. There are privileges in him. He is Christ. He is not something small. In him, the fullness of the Godhead dwells bodily. Thomas was doubting him. The next moment, he could not. He became removed from doubting Thomas to believe in Thomas. He showed his hands to, to Thomas. He said, touch me and don't be believing or be unbelieving. And I'm telling somebody this afternoon that hear the word of the Lord and don't be unbelieving. Thomas, don't be unbelieving. I am a son of a poor man and a poor woman. But by the grace of God, it is Jesus Christ that is where the glory goes to. Who cares about school? Take the gospel away and I am reduced to rock. I'm reduced to rocks. I'm reduced to nothing. He is the hope of glory. Do you understand? Take him away from me. And I don't have anything called a marriage. Marriage? I don't even know how to do it. Cry Jesus. Cry Jesus. Cry Jesus. May you set him in front of you. May you set him in front of you. We don't need your prayers for, for conquest this year. We need Jesus in front of you for conquest. Thank God for fasting. So. But a hundred days fasting will not be enough to give you the victory. It is Christ in front of you. It is Jesus in front of you. It is Christ in front of you. It is Jesus in front of you. It is Christ in front of you. It is Jesus in front of you. That's it. No, no, no. What shall I say about the, 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 the Christ men, the Christ people? If there was anything called abolition of slave trade, it was because somebody was a Christian, his name was called William Wilberforce. This Christ, he makes people reformers. He makes them shakers. He makes them movers. He makes them history makers. Listen. If you think Jesus will not help you, let me advise you. Serve him for your child. Serve him for your child. You know there are families because they were serving idols. There are issues in the family. This one has epilepsy. This one has this. This one has that. Because of the idol. Serve Jesus, there will be effect. I said there will be effect. There will be effect. 
Is that what they mean you can say? There will be effect. There will be effect. May you serve the Lord until there is an effect. That's it. Until there is an effect. There is vision in him. Let's spend time to know him. Don't let us just come to church. That is nowhere near knowing Jesus and looking to him. That is just one of the things people do in free countries. It's not an achievement. Look here. It's not an achievement that you are dressed and come to church. It's not an achievement at all. You have to know Jesus. Are you offended? I'm saying it's not an achievement. It is not an achievement. No, I want you to know it's not an achievement. You have not achieved anything. It's just one of the things people do in free countries. Let me show you, Christians. The Bible says when they were scattered abroad, those that were scattered abroad, they lost their freedom. They went preaching. There are some people after lockdown and shutdown, they have never resurrected into church again. All over the country, the world. They are staying home. It was a technical knockout for them at that time. But they go to work. Yes. Even when the virus was still hanging around, according to them, they were still going to work. Yes. In the name of my work, no virus can catch me. I'm saying, let's move this Christianity from our national culture, just being a national culture. You know, are you a Muslim who are filling a form? No. Are you a traditional religious, traditional religion? No. So, what are you then, Christian? You are not. At least there are some people who are getting bold now in some parts of the world. They list all the religions, then they put none of their bad. Say, yes, I don't, I don't belong anywhere. That is even being honest. Our, our parents brought us up in the church, but at this time, we don't think we believe anymore. So they are honest. They say, no, we are not Muslim. We are not Hindu. We are not Christians. We, we don't serve anybody. In the early church, like I told you, nobody said, I'm going, I want to go to church. No. That fashion did not exist. Nobody said, I'm going to church, so they would dedicate their child for them. Nobody, nobody thought about that. Or I'll be buried. You think that's why Stephen went to church? <laughs> that's nowhere in the book of 
Am I am I am I talking to people who understand what I'm saying? Or I have lost you. Is the mic working? Is it working? Praise God. Hallelujah. I want you to be to appreciate Christianity. These people came together so that with open faces they will behold in the mirror the glory of Jesus. Everything is mere culture. Ghanaian culture, I go to church. That's why from Monday we behave as if we are not Christians. It's a culture. To come to church. You know, somebody can be there. Or to us, hey, I mean, how? I, I, are you following what I'm saying? Are you here? I'm reasoning with you. Do you know why we should tell you? You don't even know why you're supposed to go there. I tell you, you are amazing. Nobody acted like that. We see a sorry girl macho. Yes. So some people, if they were dedicated in church, that was the first time they came to church. Some also manage because if there's no church discipline. So they can come and walk about. And then the pastor who doesn't know what he's doing, he marries him, even though there's no testimony that he belongs anywhere. No no church discipline. That this guy, where does he come from? Who are you? What is your testimony of Christianity? That is not church. And no, and yeah, sorry. It's just culture. But watch this. When the church came together, I want people to relax, right? When they gathered, the poor was there. The poor. Don't, don't feel intimidated because you don't have. Church is for people like that. The gospel is preached unto the poor. The rich too was there. Barnabas, son of consolation, he was there. Some sold their lands and houses. That means they were rich. Fathers and mothers were there. Adults and children were there. We have children down there. Men and women, apostles and disciples. All kinds of people. Different traits. Some were lawyers like Zenas. Some were tent makers. Prisca and Aquila. But it is not a class thing. The church is a Christ thing. 
Don't get up and say, I want a church which is my size. You, you have a size. Pride. Where do you go to church? You, you will even have mentioned the, the name of the denomination. I go to cathedral. That is just culture. Church culture. Yeah, sorry, now, Mamre. But church is in Christ. We are placed into Him. We are baptized into Christ. Not water, into Christ. You now belong to the family of God. That is church. Hebrews chapter 12. 23. I am preaching for the first generation and the next generation because they need to know what Christianity is and what church is. Hebrews chapter 12:23 To the general assembly and church of the firstborn which are written in heaven Don't say look at it don't say I'm coming to write my name in the church What is church is actually what is written in heaven and the Lord added to the church such as should be said. One of the obsessions these days is with numbers, as if it means something to God. There is a whole book of numbers. God is not impressed. The sovereign Lord Himself asked to the church. Have you found out that in Revelation, the seven churches Jesus came to speak to, nothing was said about numbers. All the seven churches. From Ephesus to Laodicea. Not one. All Jesus was concerned with was what are they teaching? What are they saying? What have they allowed? What corrupting influences are inside the church? Who is misleading the church? Who is teaching them something apart from what I have said? That was his emphasis. And so, now you are in the church. 24. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling. Now pay attention here. It will help you for the rest of your Christian life. 
The redemptive voice of Jesus is his blood. It is his blood. You see how the blood brought Israel out of Egypt. That is exactly what the blood of Jesus does. In whom we have redemption through his blood. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling. Now listen. Are you here? We are talking about conquest through the blood of Jesus. But this is what I want you to understand. And to keep it. And to live by. The blood of Jesus is more for worship than warfare. It is meant for us to approach God, not confront the devil. When the average Christian takes the blood of Jesus immediately to the devil and his face. So Listen. Don't miss this session. A lot will happen as we approach God more than when we confront the devil. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm teaching you conquest through the blood. If there is an enemy here and God is here, the way of conquest is that God wants you to approach him, not this one. God doesn't want you to come here whilst he's there. The direction of the blood is Godward, not towards an enemy. Pastor, what do you mean? The things we need, they are not with the devil, they are with God. Look up here. How many of your things, it is your culture, tradition, your ignorance that make you think that your blessings are, are here. Are you, are you, are you serious? Okay. I will, I will, I'll give you a scripture. Let's, let's start mentioning the blessings and let's see, let's see whether they are with God or with the devil. Salvation. Is it with the devil or is it with God? Who went to the devil to be saved? The gift of righteousness is with the devil. 
your justification is it with the devil sanctification Satan, you give me my sanctification I'm telling you my father which art in hell The Holy Spirit. What fellowship has the Holy Spirit with Belia? It is not Christianity to go to the devil for your blessings. You see, this alone is going to make a lot of prayer things, prayer topics not to exist. Which are not in the Bible, by the way. All spiritual blessings in hell places. Where are they? Satan has nothing to give us. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Someone said, ah, the way Paul could preach. And they gave him time, he preached, he preached until, you know, midnight. It was Sunday and then somebody even died. He fell down from the loft and died and he went to raise him up. So, there were two pastors and were discussing so, so what shall we do these days? So I think if you can raise people from the dead, you can preach long. <laughs> yeah, but you're on the ground. I don't think we're going to fall. For the sake of your blessings, can we talk about the blood of Jesus right now? Hebrews 10, 19. Let's read it to the church. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter where? Where is the holiest? That where God is. By what? I like your red. And the red mic. Listen. The blood of Jesus is your highway to approach God more and more. more. The reason for shallow Christianity and the effect is that there are many Christians who are not that closer and closer. There is the blood, but instead of them making them approach God, they are going the opposite direction. Prayers don't grow them. Because in the presence of God, you pray differently. In His presence, there is worship. In His presence, there will be meditation. In His presence, there is there is there is vision. There is mission. In his presence.
We should have a worship mindset more than a warfare mindset. The shed blood of Jesus is for God, not Satan. Jesus, thy blood and righteousness. My beauty are my glorious dress. I miss flaming wells in this array with joy shall I lift up my head. You know who said that? Comes in Lord, I believe thy precious blood which at the mercy seat of God forever does for sinners plead for me, even my soul was shared. What did they become? Missionaries. What have you become? Stationaries. The way you are living your life, after three months, when you leave the world, nobody remember you. When we become emotional, sentimental, you know, we get culturally, traditionally satisfied. Say yes, God is moving. I don't know how to help you to understand that the blood of Jesus has more to do with approaching God. You see, we were enemies of God. The way God reconciles us to him is through the blood. Leave the devil alone. See, some people even think, you know, God used the blood of Jesus to go and pay the devil. How? It is Satan who owes God. God doesn't owe the devil. And the church said, Amen. The blood of Jesus is not enough, so you add acid. Acid is not enough, so you add pepper. Pepper is not enough, you add ginger. Ginger is not enough, you have to go and buy cloth. Yes, it's not enough. Mo- you have to bring 20 CDs. Yes, so mo- I've heard all these things before. Go and take. Look, this is offering back. This is where we put money. Don't go and stand at any dungeon and throw money there. To sort anything out, go and buy food with it and stop that nonsense. Yeah, ha. Offering bag ni si ana hani edi sika tu kujina manchia bebi na enkoto sika egu bebi kopebi ani bi neto ni jasa nse wununu. Through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Amen. You will enjoy your deliverance. Amen. You will. Praise God. Hallelujah. The truth is, 
We win spiritual battles more by worship. More. Don't let us forget. We will do well to settle that our worship is actually our weapon. Our standing before God, our righteousness by Christ, this is what worship is. The assurance of our salvation, our sanctification by the Spirit of God, these things, they are capitals for victory. They are procured and secured by the blood. Redeemed how I love to proclaim it. So what about the blood? You see how the Bible puts it. It says, the blood of sprinkling that speaks better. If somebody is speaking, somebody must be hearing. Can you hear me? I just want you to follow the act of communication. If somebody is speaking, then you should be doing what? So, the blood of sprinkling is speaking. How should we hear? Number one. Hear him for your conscience. Hear him for your conscience. The blood is for our conscience. Hebrews chapter 9. From verse 11. Let's read 14. Verse 11 to 13 is a contrast. Okay? Because in the Old Testament... They were dealing with the blood of bulls and goats. And now verse 14 says, How much more, remember, Jesus is greater, superior. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, the Holy Spirit, offered himself without spot to God, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. That is why you will never commit suicide. Don't say demon of suicide, demon. You know, somebody even said demon of running nose. Very soon you have demon of running eyes. What are coming for everything? The blood puts your mind to peace. This morning, experience the peace of God. That's all. 
I did something five years ago, ten years ago. Allow the blood. That is how far it reaches. It reaches to the highest mountain. There are mountains in your conscience. There are valleys in your conscience. There are nooks and crannies. But the blood gets there and quiets your conscience. This gospel, believe it. And that settles it. Hear him for your conscience. Chapter 10, verse 22. Hebrews 10, 22. Let us draw near with a true heart. How? By the blood, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled by what? By the blood. From what? Oh. From what? This is Christianity. Hey, do you know how many people have millions of dollars and they committed suicide? Because their conscience did not allow them. When you step outside the biblical test, you will know that life itself confirms God's word. I don't want to, you know, uh, mention names, but you can check celebrities and what have you and how some of them died. To surprise you. Because, because they were hanged on the gallows of their own conscience. Number two, the blood that speaking, therefore you must hear. If somebody is speaking, don't let him just speak here. Hear him, number two, for your confidence. Look, you can be healed, okay, just by this. Your conscience, your conscience can come between you and your healing. So uh, 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 your conscience can come between you and a miracle. Your conscience can explain for you why you should be denied something God has for you. Therefore, hear him for your conscience and hear him for your confidence. If you can approach God by the blood of Jesus in confidence, there is nowhere you should not be able to go in confidence. You don't get confused when you get to a certain place. It's like, I don't know what to do. Hebrews 10.22 We are there, isn't it? Now, let us draw near with the true heart in full assurance, not half assurance, full assurance. Full assurance. It's like a cup full of water. 
the blood gives you confidence to approach God. Hear him for your confidence. That you can pray and God will answer. You don't need anyone to do that for you. Those days, you know, we used to hear that, you know, you go and give Milo and milk to somebody to fast for you. Now, think about it. You are giving Milo and milk to somebody. How will he fast? How many of you knew that, that story? There were some of you, maybe you don't know. But those days, there was butter, butter trade. So, so there were fasting machines. You go and give them Milo and bread, uh, uh, whatever, and then they will fast for it. Only God knows. What happened? These days, even with our long fast, how many people you know are really fasting and others are eating? You can approach God. When I say we should fast and pray before you come here, you can go and tell God anything. If the pastor comes and he does not say whatever you like, that is his business. I have spoken to God. God must fix my issue. But it's what Hannah did. His prayer topic was not part of the Shiloh service. But when they closed, he said, look, I'm not going anywhere. I will sort this thing out. This year, by confidence, you are going to see miracles in your life. Amen. Amen. Confidence. You are not waiting for a miracle worker. Miracle what? Get in and get on with confidence. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness, boldness, boldness to enter. That's confidence. The holiest. Oh. Not by human works, but by the blood. Think about it. Believe the Bible. Conquest through the blood. The thing that stops you, hinder you from approaching God is no more. No. You are now bold to approach God. By the blood, bold I approach the eternal throne. By the blood, not by something else. By the blood, read it. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood. <laughs> the Holy Spirit says I should repeat it for somebody here. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood. Not one week of some good works. By the blood. Not three months of spiritual probation. By the blood. Not one year of I have not done this, I have not done that. By the blood. Glory to God. I don't, I don't see your spirit rising in, 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 in worship of the blood. I, 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 don't, I, I can feel it. Like, it's, it's awesome. 
see when the bible says in acts chapter 2 praising god and having favor with the people it doesn't mean they were forget about praise session the praises were spontaneous they hear they praise they hear they pray peter what are you saying are you saying that the blood is what it did come on hold it praise break we are going to praise god the, the messages were interspersed with praise I'm still looking for praise in the church. I'm preaching. I'm looking for praise. Yes. Where is the praise? To the praise of his glory. Because of the blood. What, what a way that has been opened for us. Ephesians 10.35 10.35, cast not away therefore your confidence. Don't cast it away. This confidence, don't abort it. Hold on to it. So, listen, I'm teaching you spiritual warfare right now. The blood. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The weapons of our weapon are not carnal. What you can do is carnal. What he has done is not carnal. The blood. Finally, who can tell me if you put conscience and confidence together, what do you have? Conquest. <laughs> Revelation chapter 12, 10 and 11. That is somebody who is following the message. Your conscience and conquest, if you put it together, what do you have? Say praises. <laughs> oh dear. Revelation chapter 12. This is what people know. But that is the last thing. And they even misapply. Revelation 12. 10 and 11. It's our final scripture. And I heard a loud voice. It must be loud. Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. Let me read it for you this way. 2024 is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. What is For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused men them before our God the night. Never become an accuser, a slanderer. It is you become diabolos. It means the word is diabolos. It means a devil, even though you were a human being. See, if you say what to you know, and to two for no action, or no, and or to one, I know you know, you know, and you know, and you know, never accuse anybody to somebody. Yeah, and to two be an intercessor, not an accuser. Yeah, oh, dear, my four, no, 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 no,
people have conscience, they have confidence, conquest, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Eleven. That's not complete. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And overcame them. so Hallelujah. Praise God. Can we do what the early church did? Praising God. Listen. Time of doctrine and teaching the word of God is victory lessons. It is what? See, our whole mind should be reset. So, like I have finished preaching now. Yes. Pastor, now do something. We have done it already. Praise God. Look. I'm talking to you. Yes. Put your hand on your chest. Don't be afraid, okay? Don't be afraid. You have seen death many times. Death. After all that, after what you went through. You have, you have been coming to the brink of death. But the Lord is telling me to tell you, don't be afraid. Amen. Isn't God good? Put your hand on your heart again. I want you to feel, I want even your heartbeat will change. Don't be afraid. Praise God. Let your hands to the Lord. Put down such a ready. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us. If the blood be for us. And they overcame him. By the blood of the Lamb. Let your hands and worship God right now. Father, I thank you for the blood of Christ, my Lord. I thank you for the blood of Christ, my Lord. Thank you for the blood of Christ, my Lord. Praising God. Lift up your voice. I thank you for the blood of of Christ my Lord. Raise your voices church. I thank you for the blood of Christ my Lord. Oh yes I do. I thank you for the blood of Christ my Lord. I thank you for the blood of Christ my Lord. Oh yes I do. I thank you for the blood of Christ, my Lord. Let the praises ring. I thank you for the blood. I thank you for the blood.
Thank you for the blood. Praise him for the blood. Come on, praise him for the blood. Let the praises ring. This year you will not be afraid. You will not be afraid. You will not be afraid. Praise him for the blood. Magnify him for the blood. Worship him for the blood. Exalt him for the blood. Adore him for the blood. In the name of Jesus, the blood. Conquest through the blood of Jesus. The blood speaks. Hear him for your conscience. The blood speaks. Hear him for your confidence. The blood speaks. Hear it for your conquest. The blood. The blood. The blood. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen? amen. Look up here. Real life battles. I want to help you. They are not with, uh, I don't have money. Those are kissed off. I don't have money. Uh, my school fees. Somebody did not smile at me. That one day, that is even a joke. I called somebody, did not pick. What does he think? <laughs> real life battles things that can defeat you they are not in that class and this is exactly why God has made these things available people had money they committed suicide hear what I'm saying I remember a certain man he said his child was giving him problems Giving a problem. He used, what didn't he use? He used police. He used money. <laughs> Everything he used, the child did not help. I want to help you because sometimes you think, oh, this is what I need. If I get this one, I'll be okay. I, I, I want you to, to know it is not like that. When you come to the book of Revelation, and the curtain is open. Listen to what I'm saying. We see life's real battle. The thing going on behind the scenes. It has got nothing to do with I don't have money. Somebody's school fees. My friend did not call me. This one. We see the war. It is in that contest they said. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Listen, in the book of Revelation, the Bible says the devil was trading for the souls of men. I wish you could find that scripture. Trading for the souls. In other words, people lost their souls because of the battle that was going on. Money could not redeem it. They lost their soul. Best schools, education, whatever, could not redeem it. That is why the blood of Jesus has been shed. I want to announce to you this year for your joy, 
that God will give you victory through Christ Jesus our Lord. By his blood. All that you have been hearing about Jesus at this beginning part of the year, take them serious. Listen to them. The revelation of Jesus, the testimony of Jesus, looking unto Jesus. Everything till now. Because in the battle that is raging, this is what overcomes. The Lord give you understanding of his word. The Lord calls your faith to rest solely, solely in Christ. In Christ alone. My hope is found. The Lord grant you the grace to look solely in the face of his son. The image of conquest. The Lord grant you the grace to trust in nothing but in his blood. Not even in yourself, in your works, in anything. But in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And so Lord, I thank you. And I give you the praise. Thank you for conquest for everyone. This is how your word must be preached in your own church. Having no time for fables and life sideway issues. Because there is a battle at stake between good and evil, between God and Satan, between heaven and hell, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. And we are all you overcomers by these things, even by your blood. And so I thank you, Sovereign Lord. I bless your church in the name of Jesus, who shed his blood. And now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect. Through the sprinkling of the blood, may he make you perfect. Become stable, matured, strong, solid, more than a conqueror by the blood of Jesus. It's not for the devil, it is for God. It's not for warfare, it is for worship. Where your worship becomes your weapon. Keep on approaching God by the blood, by the new and the living way that is consecrated. For you through his flesh and so we thank you lord we love you we bless you we magnify you let praise rise all the way from the first century through to this very century unto you unto you be glory in the church throughout all ages including our own and beyond if you tarry world without end thank you jesus we bless you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray.
Amen. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.